Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Today's question comes from Carla. She says, please share your thoughts on the ideal number of doors from the business and administrative perspective for a multifamily investment. It would be helpful to know the criteria to determine the ideal number of doors. Well, Carla, this is a great question. You're really asking a question about management and staffing. In this discussion, I'm assuming we're talking about multifamily property where the residents sign a minimum 12-month lease. If the lease is shorter term or if the units are fully furnished, the amount of staff required might increase. If the property is a low-income property, you definitely need more staff per unit since you're going to spend more time cleaning and maintaining the property. You're also going to spend a lot more time in rent collection than in a higher-priced property. Some asset types, like student housing, are also much more management-intensive. Students who have not fully mastered the skills of living independently are still trying to work things out. That means more maintenance, more cleaning, and also more time in rent collection. These are all factors that might adjust what I'm about to say. So depending on the location, the minimum number of units you need to afford a single dedicated property manager is somewhere in the range of 75 to 150 units. And I know that's a big range. In the larger complexes, you're going to need to dedicate maintenance staff, cleaning staff, and leasing office staff. For example, a 250-unit apartment complex, we would probably staff it between four and five people. That's a mix of both maintenance people, cleaning people, and leasing office staff. Some tasks can be outsourced. You can have your own in-house people cut the grass, or you can outsource it. So there's, there's trade-offs to be made. Now, smaller apartment buildings, like a 10-unit building or even a 30-unit building, will not generate enough income to afford dedicated resources for management or maintenance. In most cases, properties this small are managed by a third-party property manager. And I'm not a fan of that model. If you've got a third-party manager you only have 30 or 50 units out of a few thousand, you don't get much management attention. See, third-party property managers fall into a few categories. Number one, you've got the large national firms with tens of thousands of units under management. These are best reserved for use on large projects with a few hundred units. You'll still be hiring the staff directly and carrying the staff on your payroll directly, but the property managers will be managed by the large national firm and they're going to use all of the systems and processes of the national firm. These large management firms have very strong systems, and they can generally be counted on to deliver a quality result. Number two, you have the third-party managers who believe that their path to maximizing their income is on the back of the property owner. That means they're going to charge you a fee for just about everything. If a plumber needs to be called, expect to pay a fee on top of the plumber. If maintenance is required, expect to pay a fee to the property manager over and above the maintenance cost. You will get feed to death by these types of property managers. And the third category are those property managers who think like an investor and who understand the path to maximizing their own income is by maximizing the income for the property owner. These are the ones you want if your property is too small to qualify for that top-tier quality professional firm. You definitely want to avoid the second category. And unfortunately, in those smaller assets, those type of property managers comprise the vast majority. Finding quality third-party property managers is difficult and it requires a lengthy interview process. So if you're going to be investing in small to medium-sized assets, you probably want to collect enough of them 
so that you hit that 75 to 150 unit minimum within a relatively small radius so that you can bring the property management function in-house and manage those units as if they were physically co-located in a single complex. Smaller assets, by their very definition, tend to be positioned lower down in the market. Small properties rarely have much in the way of amenities. You've probably never heard of a 20-unit Class A building with a swimming pool and squash courts. There's a reason for that. You can't afford the amenities with that small number of units. Now, a good friend of mine has recently built a 54-unit luxury building in the downtown core, and he's got lots of amenities. But that's an isolated case. It's a boutique building, and he already has a sizable portfolio elsewhere in the city. So it's an addition of 54 units to an existing management portfolio. The final thing to consider is the location. If you want to be able to position the property or reposition a property to deliver as much value as possible and command the highest possible rents in the market, then you want to be in an environment that's not rent controlled. You need the latitude for market forces to let the best properties attract the best quality tenants and the highest prices. See, the number one reason why people leave a rental building for another location is that they dislike their landlord. So hiring the best people is the number one differentiator when it comes to owning and operating apartment buildings. Residents will move in for the curb appeal and the amenities, and they will leave because they hate the management. So I hope, Carla, that answers your question, at least partly. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.